Hello, hello. Welcome to Drive Time, Thrive Time. I'm Erin Breeze. We are out on the road of life after divorce, and I am so happy to connect with you. It is a bright and sunny morning here in Colorado, and I'm sending you sunshine. I'm always out here sending you sunshine. So whatever your weather is, just know that you are thought about, you are supported, you are not alone. I think that's one of the things that feels the scariest on this path is the aloneness, the separateness. We, of course, because divorce is about the ending of a relationship, there is inherently a sense of being on your own that feels very abrupt at times, feels very, just very, very big. So it's especially important as we guide ourselves and support ourselves through this huge transformation that we acknowledge how, how visceral that separateness feels and support ourselves with it. It's not, of course, like it's so common. And of course it makes sense why we would feel particularly alone when we have had a primary relationship come to its end. And on just as humans, aloneness triggers, it activates in us a lot of fear because it's connected to survival. So we just want to be so compassionate and kind to ourselves, especially if you're early in the process, either anticipating separation, maybe you're just realizing that your relationship is coming to a close or you're newly in those turbulent, the the turbulence of it, the intensity of it, just know that the more that you can honor that you, you need to grieve and you need to allow yourself to feel all the feelings, even those that are so uncomfortable. And aloneness, loneliness feels so uncomfortable because it triggers that sense of, am I going to survive? Will I be okay? That's so big because as we're animals. So as human animals, we, we need others. Connection is deeply, I mean, this, we have so much science around the, the attachment, the connection that to other humans is such a central part of what we need. We actually require to thrive. Um, so honor that as you have a huge separate experience as you have to sever or detach, separate from a partner that it's, you're going to go through all of the emotional and psychological work of the grieving process. But also it's very, it's visceral. It's very much a part of our nervous system that we have to move through these stages. So we want to really work on self-care, on support, on ensuring that we have support, that we're staying connected. We want to stay connected. We want to feel touch. We want to get hugs wherever we can. We, we want to do that. We have to move intentionally into those spaces. And I know it can feel hard and it's uncomfortable. And we're going to do it anyway because it's what we need. And ultimately, it's what allows us to more quickly move through the grieving process and to heal and to emerge on the other side. So just a little before we get into today's theme, just a little um, plug for self-care, a plug for connection, 
move closer to those that are around you. And if you're feeling like people aren't around you that you can, you know, really, um, that feel available in that way, then okay, let's, let's find you some people. I promise they are in your midst. And one of the gifts in my own divorce, and I know for so many of my clients is that sometimes it does allow us kind of forces us, <laughs> but again, we can turn the have to, to a get to like we can with anything in our lives. We can turn a, a have to, to a get to, and we can see in ways that there's some, there is a gift in there's beauty in noticing, Oh, I I'm ready to rebuild or strengthen my support system. I'm ready to receive help. I'm ready to find others around me who I can support and who right now can support me. So notice that for yourself. Where are you in feeling separate? Or do you have a healthy relationship to aloneness, to on your ownness? Or is there room for you to develop and deepen? I find that solohood, we, we want to be practicing it because the gift in it is that if we're uncomfortable being alone, it's pointing to precisely the things that we want to develop in ourselves, that we want to heal, that we want to release. So it's okay if you feel uncomfortable. And what a beautiful part of your process right now to, for the first time perhaps, you might be in your 40s or 50s and discover that you don't want to be alone. And it's giving you this incredible perspective, this incredible new light to see these parts of yourself because we want to, yes, we want to be connected to other humans. That's what we're here on the planet to do is to experience deep, authentic, beautiful connection. But we, we owe it to ourselves. We want to give ourselves the gift of that connection, not being a mask for something else, meaning we're not seeking attachment to fill a void or because we're afraid or because we need security from outside of ourselves or because we need validation or, or we feel unworthy or unlovable. We want to experience attachment and connection when it's coming from this place of wholeness and consciousness and just that's where we can have these incredibly rich relationships because they're they're coming from a completely different level when they are here to be sort of exponentially one plus one is infinite versus I need this other one in order to feel, to feel whole or to feel safe. We want to first feel whole and safe. And I know that's really big work. And usually it's in this midlife journey that this big reckoning is happening where we may be finally ready because maybe our kids are grown and out of the nest or maybe because for whatever reason we're just ready now if it's happening now you are ready now and we don't need to or want to look to the past with could have should have would have supposed to you know all of that judgment it's just unnecessary and actually all of that judgment is actually coming from the very same place that's ready to be healed, <laughs> which is why it gets so activated and why it's so much easier to judge ourselves because it's almost like that judgment is trying to be this band-aid to protect ourselves from some wound, from some place that we got hurt. Um, and it doesn't, it's like, it's so interesting how the mind will do that, right? So 
we're, we have a wound or something that we need to heal, but instead of being in that because it's so, can be so uncomfortable or it can be, feel so vulnerable, we instead sort of override it with thoughts that even though they aren't comfortable, they're more comfortable. It's more comfortable to be in self-judgment or self-blame often than to be with the vulnerability of the, the thing that we actually are ready to finally heal and transform which is the segue into today's theme, which is around transformation. So ultimately, this is what I'm here to be a guide for you with. If we boil it down, yes, we're talking about it when it comes to the the divorce journey, but really what this is about is all of us learning this, what I'm gonna call the art of transformation in our lives. Because once we, if we can gain mastery on how to transform, how to, how to allow ourselves to transform, then everything permanently shifts in our lives for the better. We are constantly experiencing transformation, but again, on like that human animal level, change feels threatening often. Change means something is new or something is different. And the way that we've been taught to keep ourselves safe is to be, to have the familiar around us, to keep ourselves in, in what we feel we already know how to navigate. Right. And of course we want to, we, we, part of living life and having lived experiences so that we're gaining skills and tools to navigate different kinds of situations. But it's, it's an illusion that there is ever going to be some sort of final status quo of life where we arrive at some place inside some home and some town and some job and some relationship and that it will just be the same. That's an illusion, but we're taught to strive for that. And so then when things don't, when things are changing, we have a lot of upset because we feel like something wrong has happened. Something isn't right if things are changing. And that's what I'm here to help you, to guide you through, because so much of the pain of change is in the meaning that we're making of it, the judgments that we're placing on it, not being something that should be happening, right? And if we instead understand, oh, everything is always shifting and evolving and expanding, and then sometimes in a really big major way, a job loss happens or a some other event, a health crisis or a relationship ends, then if we know that that too belongs, that that too is actually part of what a rich, beautiful, expansive life includes, then we can relate to it in a completely different way. And we can move through all the stages that we need to, of course, to grieve and to grow, but it doesn't need to come from a place that feels like a threat to our very survival. But we have to learn how to do that. And that's why, that's why I'm here. That's what I'm here to help you with and be a guide around and, and really want to just remind us all that this is something we have to learn how to do. It's not natural for most of us to, and, and, and until we have a toolkit for it, because we just aren't, it's just not how we're, we're just not taught this. So I want you to be so super compassionate with yourself. If whatever changes you're going through, feel wrong, feel like you don't want that. You feel like a, you know, like <laughs> sometimes we feel that we would prefer a different anything to what we have. I'll take any other life change, just not this one. Right. And just 
know that that's so common and you're so not alone. And learning this art of transformation really is like, I almost see it more as a dance <laughs> and, and we have to learn the steps and we're going to be clumsy at it. We're going to step on toes. We're going to feel really awkward and uncomfortable. But once you start to learn this new dance, then not only can you, you'll find confidence in it and you'll get more and more comfortable with it, but you'll be able to then teach others, right? And I know that so much of what, what this is about, because it affects, because divorce specifically affects all of our relationships, it affects our the children who are in, involved in some way, our family members, our friends, like this is a huge new dance and the opportunity that we have to gain mastery and then be able to not only apply it to every change in our own lives, but also then to be able to model for others what it looks like to go through huge change and learn the steps, learn those dance steps. And then you'll be able to teach teach others to, to be able to do the same dance. It really is like a dance and, and it's okay that it doesn't feel like one you ever wanted to learn. <laughs> That's okay, but it's here, it's here. And the, if we can embrace it and allow it to be here, if we can allow it, that's really the beginning is to allow the transformation to belong. Doesn't mean we have to like it. Doesn't mean we have to feel confident about it or know how to do it. The first step is to accept that it's here and allow it to belong because otherwise we're in resistance to it. And that creates so much more tension, tension literally in our bodies. It's almost like we're fighting because we are, we're fighting against it. And so we, we tense up and that of course impacts our physical wellness in ways that is a, is a, you know, problem for us. We can't, we want to have ease and flow. And if we're resisting, we can't. So the first part of learning this dance is the acceptance piece and allowing it to be here. And then we'll start to find the steps that are your unique dance, you know, to this particular life event. And then you start to find the flow in it. But first we have to accept it and allow it. And then we can start to learn the steps and it'll take some time. <laughs> I'm thinking back to learning dances. I haven't learned a new dance in a really long time, but I remember, you know, certain, certain dance moves or certain sequences would come more naturally and others. It's like, feels like, oh my gosh, even going into the performance, you're not quite sure if you're going to land it or get it or, um, you know, be off step because it's just one that's harder to, for whatever reason, it's harder to remember. And that's true in all of these life transformations. There are going to be certain things that are just kind of hiccups or activate old wounds or are new triggers that just, feel like, man, like I know it's here. I know what I'm supposed to do. And I just, <laughs> it's just going to take longer to build that muscle memory. And that's okay. And then that's where having community, having that support we talked about, having a guide, a mentor with you is so, so important, right? We don't try to learn a new dance without a dance instructor of some kind. <laughs> we need, we need that. We want to have that. It will certainly make the choreography so much easier to learn and to, and to just to move through. This is about moving through. We're going to take it one day at a time. We're going to take it one hour, one moment, even certain days. It's literally moment by moment. 
We're taking it one step at a time. Okay. So be in the space of self-love and compassion today. Where can you give yourself even more grace, give yourself even more space that this is hard and that it is perfectly timed right now. If we can move into a space of acceptance and allowing that also, if we can come to that acceptance and allowing also free from judgment, you will be able to learn the dance step so much faster. So accept it, allow it to be here. Don't make it wrong. Don't make anything about what's happening wrong, including the timing. So often I hear clients say, I should have known this and if only I had left it sooner, the relationship, or if I only I had seen this certain sign, you just weren't able to. You are doing the best you can. The time is now. And I promise that there are things, if you really do, if we really look at it, there are things that needed to come into being. Sometimes it's the children in the relationship. Sometimes it's other things that, that we, that just in our timeline, if we look at it holistically and lovingly and allow it to all belong, we'll start to see, oh, I see why I actually wasn't ready. These other pieces needed to line up this other job or this home or this new friend or this guide or mentor, like everything is coming in divine time. I know that doesn't always feel that way, but if you'll, if you'll allow yourself to look at life with that lens of it's all in divine time, if it's here, it is it is in the best order for me. I can trust that. It will allow you to move into this into, and really master the art of transformation with so much more flow and ease because it's less resistance, right? We can't both be resisting and have flow. So as always, I am here for you. If you are ready to do more in this space, there are so many ways to connect with me, to connect with our community, Definitely start with being a member of my free Facebook group, the Happy Home Life After Divorce community. Please pop in over there if you're not yet a member. You're also welcome to, if you're not a Facebook person right now or you just want a break, I have a space on Mighty Network and you can search for me there. If you can't find me, then email me back. Get on my email list. Email me. Get on my website. You can join the email list. Uh, and be in touch. There are so many ways to feel support and get connected in. And you don't need to be out there alone. If you're, if you're feeling isolated or alone, take that first step. Okay. And until we meet in one of those spaces, I am sending you as always so much love, so much sunshine, and I can't wait to connect with you soon. Have a beautiful day. Bye.